three, two, one, go. Where you've gone. I quite like that. Yeah, I think so. Are you sure, I'll just press record on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. You just filled me with so much doubt, man. Ridiculous. What's going on, guys? Welcome to this episode of the podcast. Um, yeah, completely thrown me off there because we obviously had that issue the other week with with um, basically recording probably one of the best episodes we've ever recorded. Basically, rinsing someone for awful diet advice. And maybe, maybe maybe the phone's listening. And thought, no, we can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, whoever's at, whoever runs Apple now is like, nope, let's turn that phone off. <laughs> Just disconnected from uh, from the audio because it was literally like a second long. So weird. But yeah, um, what was this episode of the podcast? Uh, yeah, I've completely lost my train of thought of what we were going to talk about. I wasn't treating body right. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So... This week, we wanted to talk a little bit about how I'm sure that you're obviously like quite disciplined with your training on the whole, probably have been for a pretty long period of time. And it's from putting into practice, um, having something to train for. That, that's like basically sort of summarizes it. Because I'm the same, like you, if you always have something to train for, then you're never going to skip out on your training. So... Just everything else that gets <laughs> that gets gets fucked off. Yeah. Um, now there are people who can kind of sort of get away with winging it a little bit and can get away with um, maybe not necessarily having that much of a plan. But it comes back to that old saying of uh, "fail to plan, fail to prepare, prepare to fail." So in this in that sense, <laughs> preparing is obviously having a plan. Um, now, with your body, like I say, some people can get away with it, but the majority of people can't. There are those like sort of freaks who can just decide to turn up to the gym whenever they want, and it still seems like they're making progress. They're usually doing a lot of the things that you need to do to stay in great shape, to stay strong, to stay big, um, without really putting too much thought into it. But for the majority of us, we should have some kind of plan. You have to work hard. Huh? You have to work hard. That's yeah, what I was, yeah. so I was trying to think of the, the seven P's. <laughs> you ever heard of the seven P's? Seven P's. Get to know what you think. Proper planning and preparation prevents piss poor performance. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, and yeah, like that kind of summarizes today's episode a little bit. Like what, uh, what I wanted to talk about today is the the similarities between what you need to do in order to develop and grow a business and what you need to do in order to develop and grow your own body. Now there's, there's obviously a, there's a double-sided coin here, like that you don't want to over plan and not take action. And you don't really want to take action without having some kind of plan. Like there's a, a happy medium that you need to, you need to, to get to in order to see the best results. So quite a lot of the time, people with the bodies will be very vague in what they want to achieve. So someone would come in and say, I just want to get stronger. Okay, like, well, why? I want to do XYZ. 
Why? Why? Yeah. Why? So what's like the it's always why the deep why behind what it is that you're doing? And obviously for title podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and obviously having a deep why, having a deep connection to why you're doing what you're doing, it means that you'll always have a reason to come back to it. And so that's why treating your body like a business can be a pretty straightforward tactic because obviously we're a gym, we're a strength training gym. We want to use strength training basically as the vehicle to, tr- to change people's physical well-being, mental well-being, to get fitter, to get stronger, to improve athletic performance. There's a whole mission statement that we have for why we exist that's like about three paragraphs long. But that's like basically the, the short and down version of it. <clears throat> so if you have a deep connection to your why, then it means that you can generally put up with any how. The strongest whys mean that you can deal with any hows, right? So why do you want the thing? How are you going to get it? So we obviously want to help change people's lives. How we do it is through coaching, through intelligent programming, through not being fucking novads, although some people might disagree with that. <laughs> but that's like generally how we achieve our why in terms of the gym as a kind of business type thing. So how does that translate to treating your body like a business? So when you first start out in the gym, you're usually like full of enthusiasm. And there are, there are parallels with, with running a business and all that kind of stuff. You usually start out with a lot of enthusiasm. You probably got it when you first started coaching. Like you want to do as much as you can. You want to do a fucking everything. You want to like live in the gym. You want to like sleep there. Um, you never want to. You never want to go home. You never want to um, basically feel like you're giving up on it. It's like coaching me. Like oh, like twenty four. You got twenty four seven access to me. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You got always there for them. But just exactly, exactly, exactly. Because obviously, it's in our nature. We want to help people. It's like I'm not going to take your phone call at two AM. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you sat down for a family meal on a Friday night, and your WhatsApp pop, pops up. It's like, ah, oh, I kind of need to deal with this. And that is true to a certain extent. Like, there are things that you have to deal with. But obviously, in the business sense, and going off topic a little bit, um, that's what working hours are created for. Like, I don't think I don't really think anyone who who works in a in any job really would expect any anyone to uh, be replying to messages at like fucking three a.m. or whatever. Um, it's quite a day job, it's like maybe like, like, a, some kind of, like a shift, seven. a shift worker or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so getting back to that point of treating your body like a business. Now, yeah, when you first start out, there's basically people who are in two camps. High enthusiasm, high effort, um, know what they want to achieve, um, but don't quite have the the sort of maybe not necessarily the tools to get there, but don't know quite exactly what they've got to do in order to achieve what they want to achieve. And there's the other camp who same enthusiasm, but think that they're going to completely overhaul absolutely everything in 
a six-week program. Which now that's not to discount the, the value of six-week programs. You can develop discipline. You can learn to lift. You can make some good physical and mental changes during six weeks. But that's where the planning element of things comes in, comes into play. If you have like a big, a big massive bout of enthusiasm and motivation to train and to make a change, and you've got that deep connection to your why, then having a plan of how you're going to achieve it is probably going to be a good idea. Like last week, we kind of mapped out the next five years of the gym as a business. Now, there's absolutely nothing wrong with applying that thinking to your own body, right? Masters in five years. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <clears throat> um, in five years, I want to, let's say you've come into the gym and you've never been able to do a pull-up before, right? In five years, I want to be nailing 20 strict pull-ups and get me first muscle-up in, for example. <clears throat> okay, great. Like, that's the big goal. And you, again, you can apply any big massive goal uh, to that sort of five-year plan. There's absolutely nothing wrong with thinking like super lofty. It almost seems like ridiculous that you're going to achieve it. There's nothing wrong with that being like the long-term goal. There's nothing wrong with having ridiculous goals. Like when I first got into it, I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to smash this. I'm going to like go and be lifting for Team GB and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Commonwealth Games and that. I'm like, nah. <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah. Like, because you see what it takes to get to a certain level and then what it takes to get even higher than that. And it's like, maybe I need to reassess what I actually really want out of a sport that isn't really going to pay my bills. <laughs> Unless I get to the very top. And even then, it's going to be difficult. So with the five-year plan, all right, sound, what can we achieve in one year? And the, using the pull-up example, it could be, all right, I can nail three strict pull-ups by the end of this year. Okay, great. What does the what does the business usually do? Well, they normally go, we'll have six-month goals, we'll have yearly goals, we'll have five-year-plus goals. So we go, if we work backwards, we go five years, a yearly goal, six-month goal. And again, the six months is usually halved down again into 90 days. So in the next 90 days, what would I need to achieve to be happy? with my progress in the gym. And it could be it could be that your biceps are bigger, it could be a body fat percentage reduction, it could be that you've developed a better relationship with food and that you can actually say say yes to having an extra slice of pizza, or you can say no to having a piece of cake, all that kind of thing. Right? At the with the 90 days, let's let's uh, let's drop that down again. What would you be happy with in the next 30 days? What would it take in 30 days' time for you to say, yeah, I've spent my time developing here, developing my own body and mind? What would it take at the end of that 30 days? And again, that could be something like, I've consistently gone from smashing Netflix and not training to training a minimum of twice a week. And, still uh, smashing Netflix. Still, sm still smashing Netflix. But now instead of like the six episodes that I wa I'd watch a night, it's now three. Yeah. And with the extra five hours that I've got, 
I go to the gym with one of them and I go for a walk with the other. Like that could be something which in 30 days time, if you get to that point, you're like, yeah, that's great. Again, if we drop that down again into a weekly target, what would you be happy with over the course of a week? You know, again, it could be, um, it could be some, something as simple as I drank a, an extra liter of water today. I drank some water. I drank some water, yeah. <laughs> um, I ate some fruit. I ate some vegetables. Those are the things that, excuse me, when you're looking to change your physical appearance and performance that will make a big difference over the course of a week. Feel like that. Yeah. Over the course of a week, it's not going to make much difference. Big Al. <laughs> That's all right, mate, don't worry. Yeah, it, it, it adds, adds a bit of character when that happens. You can come be a guest if you want. Yeah. Come, come and get a, a get a microphone. Get a microphone on if you want. That's why you go ahead of anyway. <laughs> Just going for a max effort deadlift with all metal plates <laughs> for a set of twelve. Just, just saying, if it came out, I'd be off screen anyway. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you only be able to see the top, the bottom of your neck if you came. Oh, uh, <laughs> the gym would go dark though. <laughs> yeah. So, dropping things down into. 90 days, 30 days, and a week, right down to a daily target is going to help you, one, to get the things that you want in the longer term, going back to that deep, meaningful why. <clears throat> and it's also going to mean that you'll be able to perform better and that you have a metric to measure to, which all the sort of biggest businesses will have those in place. They'll all have plans in place. And yeah, don't mix it up that just because you have the plan doesn't mean that you can just fucking sort of sit back and twiddle your thumbs. Because a plan without action is, isn't worth anything. Action without much of a plan is a little bit more valuable. But you, you're going to tend to just not necessarily know what direction you're heading in. If you have a plan and you take action, yeah, you might not necessarily achieve the goal that you have within the time frame that you've set yourself. That's in the business world, the equivalent, the equivalent of that would be like yearly forecasts of how much businesses think they're going to make. doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to make that much money. Just like, just like if you put all the, all the effort into your, uh, into your training, but you don't change anything to do with your diet, your lifestyle, your sleep, um, all that kind of thing won't necessarily lead to the results that you want. But you've taken action, so you will see some good progress. And that is generally how you can sort of treat your, your own body like a business and make the progress that you want to see. You got anything you want to add to that? Nope. I've <laughs> been trying to think like business and gym analogies, which can't yeah. be <laughs> <laughs> Failed business of course, that's probably why. I think it's also um it's also important that like when you've got like an organized head on that you can plan things out. So you can plan out, all right, I'm gonna train on this day, on that day, on the other day. 
And then in, during the times where you're like, I can't be fucked going to train, you're like, I'm just doing this because the other guy told me to. I know that might sound a little bit split personality <laughs> type situation, but you've planned in advance. And when you can't be asked with it, all you're letting down is yourself when you've made the plan. Yeah. So treat your body like a business, have a plan, take action towards that plan because your goal will, will dictate what action you need to take. And obviously your current circumstances will dictate how long that will take. Yeah, I think that's as good a point as any to uh, finish that episode. Um, for this week, uh, we've created a brand new, uh, the, what, what have I called it? It's called the Comprehensive Training Checklist. I've not actually finished it yet, but by the time this episode comes out, it'll be all boxed off. So if you head to the link that should be in the description of this video, uh, enter your details and you'll get sent a completely free copy of the Ultimate Training Checklist, something that you'll need in order to get the results that you want. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Say bye, Al. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>